Welcome everyone to the Palette. Alright, so welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Parlay. We are your hosts. My name is Woody. And this is Joey. And we are back this time with a special guest. This is our first guest of the new edition, of the new formation, the new version of the Parlay. We have a, a very, very special guest, one of the newest members of the Orlando Ghosts. Just to bear the lead a little bit. We got Mr. Keelan here with us. What's going on, man? How you doing? How you doing? All right. So really, uh, really happy to have you on here, Keelan. Uh, saw you've been blowing up the uh, the boards a little bit with everything that's been going on in the rumor mill with the uh, one of the key players that has bounced around the uh, the Florida division and over to the West Coast division, kind of picking up where we left off of uh, last episode with the uh, the Rashad effect. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to see how that turned out. Them boys going to find out soon. <laughs> I don't even got to say too much, man. Them people in Vegas going to see. That's one of them people that you don't got to even say too much. They just going to prove it all themselves. All right, so before we get before we get ahead of ourselves, man, let's, um, let me ask you that. Um, this is a very interesting uh, topic. We've seen that there's a lot going on out there in Vegas. We see that he was removed from the initial team he was on. Seemed like he bounced around a couple more teams over there as well and found himself uh, a home with the Vegas Hunters, I believe. Um, seeing as though you two were both on, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, you two both were on the A-team that first season together. Uh, what was your experience with that guy? Um, I, when I first joined the A-team, it seemed like he was, like, it seemed like he was with it. Like, he was trying to get us to work out, this and that. Shit, this is like, this was different stuff like that. And um, as time went on, I got to figuring out everything this dude was saying was just BS on top of BS, on top of BS. Like, and I'm like, I'm catching on. He's saying he got all this money, but it's just not adding up because like, he he don't even got no ways to the game. It's uh, like, he's saying he track and field certified. The type of stuff we out there doing when we working out, is like elementary stuff like you know what i'm saying like not no track and field certified workouts this is just elementary stuff so at first i thought he was cool i thought he was down with the cause and then time went on i guess uh him and like the higher ups on the 18 got into a disagreement and then that's when he started bouncing around bad mouthing everybody um taken from organizations taken from individuals that's like you know what i mean so i i didn't have a problem with him at first it was when People close to me were getting, like, screwed over by this guy, getting deprived of their stuff. That's when I started taking, like, and, you know, I see a lot of the BS he put on Facebook. And I read it, and I just scroll past. But eventually, you know, you got to say something because a lot of people are delusional. A lot of people are delusional. So pretty pretty much what, what I'm getting out of it, and, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, everything looked good on paper. The resume looked Exactly really how good. it does to the Vegas boys. I'm sure it looks great. I'm sure he's selling them boys a dream over there. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, he's telling them boys a dream. And it's all going to come to light soon. Go ahead, Joey. Yeah, I mean, um, from the interactions that, you know, I had with him, uh, after year one, you know, he wanted to come to the ghost. Um, and he wanted, actually, during year one, he wanted to come and play with us during the playoffs. And he wanted us to pay him to take over 
Kyle's position as a quarterback. And, you know, kind of everybody got together and were like, look, you know, Kyle earned this position. Um, you know, if you want to come in here, work for it, you want to earn it, that's all yours. But, you know, no one's getting paid on this roster. You're not going to be the first one to get paid. <laughs> and just from what I've seen um, over in the Vegas division, uh, Casey Cox, him him, and, you know, Rashad have been kind of going at it on, on the Facebook page. But uh, a quick shout-out to uh, Other Side of the Ball. They uh, they actually gave us a shout-out on their last podcast, Woody, to come over and check us out. So any any of the Florida boys listening, you know, give the, uh, the Other Side of the Ball a listen. Absolutely. That's the Vegas one? Yes, yeah, the, the Vegas. That's the Vegas podcast? That's, that's the Vegas yeah, podcast. That's, that's correct. Yeah, I was up there. I was up on the Vegas podcast. Those are good guys. Um, they treated me well I was up there. So shout-out to any of the Vegas listeners listening as well. Um, let me know anytime if y'all want to be on the show, just hit us up on our Instagram page, which we'll, we'll put in the description this time on the episode. Um, so, so going back, let's go back a little bit further. I see that's your, your experience with, with Rashad. I mean, we can double back to him if you want. Um, but let's shift gears a little bit and talk about your time in the league and seeing as though you've only played for one other team up to this point. Um, what was your experience like on the 18? Let's talk about that a little bit. Year one. Um, let's, I guess, skip around the Rashad, uh, uh, what are you calling it, Joey? Debacle. We call that a debacle. <laughs> I, I like to, I like to call it the Rashad effect. It, uh, it's right on schedule over there in, in Vegas. I uh, got you. Yeah, it's going right according to plan. I'm so glad what's the name ain't go. I'm glad, uh, whoever talked to what, uh, to Mark, I'm glad he ain't go. Cause he would have been right along with him. I got you. So and that's the only that's the only thing. The only reason I'm saying anything is because I witnessed it. We've had to go from we had to play teams from Kentucky and Ohio and stuff like that because of that sole person. That singular person screwed up a whole team, a whole team in the Florida division. That's the only reason. Because I like this league. Like you know, I'm I'm young and it just gives me something to do. But I like the league, so I don't want it to go and happen again somewhere else. And someone else has to go through the same thing we had to go through. Even though the Vegas, the Vegas division is years ahead of us that we were our first year, years ahead of us. So we'll discuss. And, uh, just, just a quick little reference. What is this reference to? Uh, Rashad was given um, permission to run the orange, and he was talking about bringing all these players in from North Carolina, different colleges, and things like that. And it absolutely flopped, and there was no orange last year. Okay, so that's what I was kind of I was going to let him allude to and, and, and cover and cover that, but for sure. So let's 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 try and skip the the Rashad effect as you're calling it, and just tell us a little bit about your um your experience on the A team. Um, first year I joined, I joined through uh Devon. I joined through Devon. I had known him from around the area, and. uh he kept getting. He kept asking me to come play, come play. I'm like, I don't know. Y'all crazy playing football with no pads. Y'all boys crazy. Y'all boys crazy. I kept telling them, y'all crazy. And eventually one day, B West was like, oh, I think I'm about to go play. So I was like, whatever, bro. We're going to go. And that's when we went out there and we played jaw with the white T-shirt. Me and D West went out there with the white T-shirts and played jaw. And I started playing. It was, it was cool. And then we got to go to New Jersey the first year. So that was cool. Um, And then the second year, Obviously, the league got more talented. Uh, Nick Nick turned into um, Nick Saban. Uh, recruited his ass off. Okay, you you got to give credit where it's due. He recruited his ass off. The league got better, and it just seemed like eight teams didn't get smart, like smarter, like mentally, and didn't get better 
physically. You know, I'm not saying I was just out there doing my the, – I was the, the leader or the, the savior of the team, but just as a whole, we did not get smarter. And at, ultimately, at the end of the day, the quarterback is the one that does that not, – not does that, but leads the team, leads one in accountability, and there was none of that. There was no accountability. And if we're being quite frank, if you go down the list and ask every person who played against 18 – does eighteen have a good quarterback? I you doubt you're gonna get many like yeses, you know what I mean? So it's just like we the first year was all fun, the second year the league got better, and we didn't progress at all. There was no progression from us. So that's why and then like there was arguments in between, disagreements in between. So it kinda just all fell apart from there and I don't even I don't know the status of the eighteen now. I don't know I don't know what's going on over there, but um yeah, it kinda just gradually just fell apart. I got you. So what then, what led into, I guess, your free agency this year and, and kind of walk us through what you was feeling like and, and how you come to what your ultimate decision was and how'd you come about to that ultimate decision? At the the last game of the season, um, like a couple games, like when the night call was played or whenever they lost up in Philly or whatever, Nick, um, Nick, like, there was some situation where them boys got left up there or something. So, you know, they were all, like, talking like they didn't want to play for Nick no more, this and that. So we were under the impression – we were under the impression that we were getting Mark on our team. I don't know if y'all knew this, but A-team was supposed to get Mark. Or they were talking about – I didn't know nothing about it. I don't know him that well. But they were talking about we were supposed to get Mark. We're talking Mark so Bag- we talking Mark Bagway. Who are you talking? Mark who? There's a couple Marks in this league. Oh, Mark Mark uh, Bagway. Matt Carl's quarterback. We – um. We were supposed to get Mark, so they add him to the chat. They add Mark, but not even on no no coke riding, but the, they add Mark, the best quarterback for flag in the whole country. And this little troll, Devon, gonna tell him, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna start first half, and you gonna come in second half." Mark left the chat instantly, 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 instantly. And then everyone from then it was just this person was leaving, this person was leaving, this person was leaving, because we was all knowing. Who he was gonna have to deal with that quarterback? So everyone left. You got uh, Cody O'Dem that went to the uh, to the Orange. We're doing whatever they gonna do. You got uh, like me, D West, George, a couple other uh, going to the Ghost, and then you got maybe like two or three people that stayed. But um, yeah, it's just people. Everyone, it was falling apart. Um, anytime the he was coming in the chat to say anything, it was all demeaning stuff like as if he's above somebody when that's the furthest from the truth and it was just all bs so um i have a quick question for you keelan um so so you obviously you know you chose the ghost um what what is it about the ghost that you're looking for um you know in in season three coming up here and why didn't you join the nightcrawlers why didn't you join the uh the orange um, it was just because I, I don't been seeing most y'all kept the same core since the first year, main like mostly for the most part. Y'all have added a couple other people, y'all done lost a couple people, but for the most part y'all have um kept the same core. So that's that's one thing I like about it. And then um the organization, whenever we played against y'all, it would be Katie. Uh, whenever we played against y'all, it would just it would seem organized. Y'all seem organized. Y'all come out there with a game plan. It was like, it, it doesn't seem like it's a lot of um, BS going on. Okay. I can definitely respect that. And, uh, you know, 
like I said uh, last week on the on the podcast, you know, we're really happy that you guys are coming here, and you know, really excited to see what you guys have to bring to the table. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be great. Yeah, no, five thousand percent. I think um, you were one of the additions to the team that I myself was uh, really excited about. Um, I know in the past we might have had a little back and forth on Facebook, but I, I seem to do that with a lot of people just because <laughs> that's just how I'm wired. But what made me respect you was the fact that you wasn't willing to back down as well. And I know that's a, a very key trait that you need in anyone that plays the position you play is, is not backing down no matter who's in front of you because they're coming at you every play. So Yeah, is it, that's just the thing. That's why, that's why I honestly like it because it's like, uh, it's just, I'm, I'm up until I just turned, what, uh, 22, like, uh, five weeks ago, maybe? I just turned 22 a week ago. So up until that point, I started playing when I was 19. And, you know, you, when you're 19, you all hyped up, got a lot of anger, a lot of testosterone, and it just gave me the perfect way to let it out. That's why I was just, and, you know, obviously, being on the field, I get a lot, I get some penalties I shouldn't get, or I say some shit I shouldn't say. But ultimately, it's just part of the game, you know? I cleaned, I cleaned up most of my, Unsportsmanlike penalties on my personal fouls, but you know that's just how I play. That's how I get in my zone. Well, yeah, it's definitely growth. the growth in a player, and in a player, and in yourself. Because, like you said, you're only 22 years old. Lord knows I was being a fool at 22 years, <laughs> 22 myself, uh, especially being an underside wide receiver. So I know, especially when I first started in the league back when it was called Town Beef back up in New Jersey, I know I got my fair share of penalties. I know I was a a little wild one out there at wide receiver. Um, on run plays. It was never when I was actually a pass player I was getting the ball. On the run plays, I was get definitely trying to agitate the DBs as much as I can. So I definitely understand that when you say that. What were you going to say, Joey? No, I was, you know, going to go right off of you, you know, uh, Keelan, what you said, how you cleaned up your, your play style. That's that's going to be big just to the growth of uh, the player that you are and to the team that you're now on. You know, cleaning up everybody's plays is – and building that chemistry is what's going to help in those in those close games to help us, you know, catapult us against the less disciplined teams. So just just knowing that discipline and you know being able to build off that that's already a, a big step in the offseason so far. Um, a question I would have for you, you know, kind of kind of going off what you were just talking about. You know, week one, Keelan, who who do you want to see on the schedule? If if it is an eighteen, you know it's gonna be eighteen. If 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 that's an if, very strong if if it is one. But if it is, then most definitely eighteen. But I wouldn't I wouldn't mind seeing seeing orange as sorry I do uh C four and what other dudes they say Steven play for the ghost or not for the ghost for the orange. I wouldn't mind seeing them first game either. So it looks like we definitely have some very interesting matchups that, that we're looking forward to next year. Um, I don't know if you heard the last podcast, but I think that's something that I told you. I, I said I was really excited and interested for was seeing these uh, same faces in new places and kind of seeing how it shook out for them. Guys that thought they were going to go on to, well, that believe they're going on to, to greener pastures and very well maybe um, for themselves uh, personally. So I'm really excited to see what um, those guys are coming with next year, next season. I think my question I have for you is um, with everything coming up next season, I guess like Joey said, hopefully, you know, it being the 18 versus Ghost week one, I know we, uh, last season we were hoping that was going to be the opening game and instead we got the Nightcrawlers. Speak a little bit about, seeing as though you played on the other side of that 
we'll call it a rivalry because I, I will say like we played in the championship game and I think our games were always heated. Um, what was it like being on the other side of that rivalry? It, uh, it was it was pretty fun. It was fun when we played against y'all because it, it was going to be close. We was all like like the teams were kind of similarly matched up because it's like it got to a point last year when like playing the night crawlers, bro. It's like it got to a point where you kind of knew like. We kind of not even competing with these boys. Like, not even, like, I'm just, I'm just, I don't got that much pride. I'll say it. It got to a point, like, that second time around we played them, it was like, bro, we ain't even competing with these boys, bro. So, with, with y'all, it was like the teams were easily matched up. Nobody went too hard at the Flag World Cup uh, recruiting or nothing like that. Nobody on the Ghost went too hard at the World Cup recruiting. Um, and it was just, it was just a fun time every time. And then I forgot, I completely forgot about the uh the whole little situation the first year with the um with the little scuffle at the end. I forgot about that that whole time last year. And I just that's just not coming back to me. But yeah, it was it was always fun. It, and it's gonna be it's gonna be weird. Like that's just the only way I can use describe. It's gonna be weird playing with y'all now, if I'm being honest. It's gonna be very, very strange. But it's just, at the end of the day, it's just all for the end goal. Which is definitely to win. Um, I think I think once you get in the flow with the guys, I think it's going to be a hand-in-glove fit. I think it's just going to be weird seeing the 18 jerseys for you and it being on yeah. the other side of the ball. I think that's what it is. Just seeing that white, red, and blue is going to be what's weird. But I think, like you said, our IQ, the way we run the way we run the game, the way we call the game, um, the way we use our assets, I think that's going to be a really nice eye-opener for you for sure. Um, I think for me, that matchup against the A team has always been an interesting one. Um, it's been one that's really, it's always really a chess match. You know what I'm saying? It's always coming down to, I want to say, I've, Joey knows. <laughs> I've obsessed over that first championship game film uh, at nauseum, right, Joey? <laughs> En enough times, uh, he's blown my phone off enough times about it. But you know what? I'm just, I'm just gonna, you know, rip the bandaid off with the, with the talent that's, you know, dispersed from the A team that went to other teams, and uh, you know, came to us. I think, I think we're gonna beat the brakes off the A team. And I hope, Nick, if you're listening, give us the A team game one. We want all the smoke. <laughs> for so, for so. I knew that. I mean, that is the marquee match. That is what we want to see. Um, That's an if, though. That's still an if. If there is. If there is. Because knowing that dude, knowing that dude, he at the gas station over on Fletcher recruiting. That's what he do. He he get people from gas stations and stuff. He be out, he at the gas station recruiting. So like I like y'all saying, it might. It's an if. If he got a team. If he got a team. I think the league is going to do its best to make sure that we field four teams. I get what you're saying, though. I don't know how competitive they may be. Um, hope and pray that there is four teams. Because like you said, we don't want to go back to having to go out to Ohio twice yeah, next season. That was, that, was, yeah, that was for the birds and having to play on Saturdays and stuff like that. Like We want to be able to have our set Sunday schedules um, and hopefully um, – Yeah, we should, we should just play every team, every team in Florida, play them twice. And then we go uh, wherever, the, wherever they got it set up. That's how that's how it should be. And the thing is, we need to set something at the beginning of the year and stick to it. They don't change up the NFL playoffs at week 16. They don't change up how the format of the, those playoffs are going to go. 
They don't change that. It just doesn't go like that in a league. In a league, y'all y'all stay, y'all pick up a style and y'all stick to it for the year or for a couple of years. Y'all y'all can't say, oh, well, now if you win this game, you're gonna go here. But if you lose, you're gonna go here. But if you win, you're going to New Jersey. If you lose, you're going to Vegas. Like, this, come on, this all this this needs to be more organized. See, that was great. Yeah, we 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 can definitely all agree on the organization aspect of it. But I mean, speaking from my personal experience with playing up in Ohio, um, I had I had a blast. Um, reason well, you're being, from that, there, man. You know, all the the guys. Yes, the organization, and it was very last minute of us getting a van last minute, and us having to personally drive one of our cars. You know, five people stuck in a in a Honda Sonata or whatever, whatever a launcher, or whatever it was, driving 15 hours up there. As, as crammed as it was and as much of a hassle it was, I think it was that bonding experience of making that trip, you know, spending time with the guys in the uh, in the hotel. But when we rolled up, we rolled up on that Sunday. You know, it's 30, 40 degrees in Ohio. We got Florida boys here who aren't used to it. We did not get adequate, uh, you know, warm-up time. I remember we were rolling up so late that, you know, the game was starting in 20, 30 minutes. That wasn't enough time for us to get ready. But just the overall aspect of us being able to travel, I think that's really what the league that, is, that is envisioned. That is and I think it's a great direction uh, that the league is headed in, that they were able – yes, the Orange wasn't able to feel the team, but they were kind of see – they were able to see how that would work out with teams traveling. And hopefully they see where it flopped and how they can, you know, build off of that. So we were kind of the guinea pigs in an aspect. Yeah, that, I think that's kind of the thing that we um, got to keep in mind is the infancy of the league here in Florida. Like, yeah, they know how to run it up in Jersey, but Jersey, you're looking at the, the distance between, uh, you know, BIC and the U, the difference, well, Trenton and Patterson, that might be like the furthest like distance between them. And that's still not the distance between, um, that's not the distance between Tampa and Orlando. You know what I'm saying? Or even... We're talking about the time it takes you to get from Jersey to Baltimore. You're yeah, still not. You're still not in what's it called? You're, no, not from from Jersey to Baltimore. That's about three hours. But um, really? I, was, I, I felt like I was. I felt like we left Jersey and I was in Baltimore. Nah, it's about three hours. Well, depending on what part of Jersey. If you talk about like South Jersey, obviously you're gonna get in and out. Yeah, and I, and think I think we, that's where I played. Was in, um, we left from from. We played when we went up there. We played in Asbury Park, and I, I remember got, yeah. on the way up there. We went through like rural Pennsylvania, like Johnny Appleseed type stuff, like, yeah. like apple trees and hey, apple orchards. Hey, hey. Yeah, we, we drove through that, and then on the way back, yeah, we went through uh, we went through like all the cities, like we went through uh, we went from I think it was Jersey, and then it was Philly, and then it was Baltimore, and I think at some point we ended up in Delaware, like somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah, I had that but, took a 90, 95 south. I should have took ninety five on the way up. I don't know, or maybe three ninety seven. I'm sorry that. That's super inside baseball, but I don't know why y'all took the way y'all took. Um, but I say that yeah, to say, but I say that to say, the distance between you know a Jersey team and Baltimore is still not even the distance between um, leaving Orlando and going to Miami. You know what I'm saying? Like you still got two hours and some change additional left over. So it's like it's a lot more closer up there. Whereas three hours is still out three hours. Don't get me wrong, but that's to go. That's leaving the division. If you're just gonna stay in the Jersey area. You're looking at maybe the furthest being, like I said, Patterson to Trenton. That might be the biggest distance. And even then, that's maybe an hour. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you're you're talking about at least a similar distance. And that's overestimating. I haven't been 
Um, I haven't taken that drive from Northern Jersey to Trenton in a long time from when I was playing in the league. But So it might actually be 45 minutes. And if you know, if you got a lead foot, you get in there in 30, depending on if you take the turnpike or the, or the GSP. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. So I say that to say they don't have the same kind of struggles we do with playing each other every week. And something I brought up on the last podcast was like maybe a central field where everybody knows every week this is the drive you're making. But we do also like the aspect of having fans and being able to have home games and away games. So, I mean, it's the yin and the yang of it right there for sure. So let me. Absolutely. It's a, it's a double ended sword. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I, I really like having the home crowd. Keelan, um, I actually have a question for you. Um, seeing that it is that you were able to actually play uh, the U um, year one and just wanted to see, you know, what the play style, the, the speed of it up there that, you know, you, you've got to play one of the very well-established teams compared to maybe the speed down here in Florida and just the flow of the game. What, what was your experience with that? Um, up there, they're definitely, they're, they're old. They're old. I, not even like a disrespect way. Them boys are old. All the, most of them boys are above 28, if, if I just had to guess. They're old, so they experience. They got that grown man strength. They physical. They probably drinking right before the game, so they have very little on their mind. <laughs> they have very little on their mind. Um, and they have a coach. They have a coach that I know what he's talking about. And, he, and all those grown men that I'm talking about, it seems like they have a, a fair amount of respect for him because he come back year after year, year after year. He's they always competing. They always competing. Like so, it's um that the main thing I would say. Is they was they was more physical than us, and they were smarter than us because we didn't have a coach and we just had a, a a a quarterback. We just had a quarterback doing it for us. So we didn't. They were much. They were more disciplined, more physical, and just smarter overall. That was a very good. Got you. And that's a that's a good insight to it. Go on, go on, Woody. No, I was saying that was a very good question, Joey. Go ahead. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, and then kind of kind of to segue off of that. You know, the, the Nightcrawlers are the team to beat this year, obviously, in Florida. They've been ranked as high as the number three, depending on what the U brings back this year, could be the number two team in the country. You've got to play them twice. What was the speed, the physicality of playing the Nightcrawlers compared to that U team? How would you compare those? The, the night, if we're being real, Nightcrawlers don't got no good big people on their team. They don't got no good – no. Cause they they got um oh boy uh Henderson but he not big he not big he's on he played D line but he not big that oh as far as they're like uh linebackers and line goes that's all they got on offense and defense they don't because they don't their O line is is not that good and their D their D line is not that good I would know firsthand I play offensive line they got uh the one dude the the Lucas dude the Lucas dude he, yeah exactly. Yeah, he's okay, I guess. Um, what's the name? Chalk, he ain't nothing. Uh, and yeah, like like I said, just Henderson. And but them skill players they got, bro. Oh my god. And most of them boys are from Tampa. So like, if you ever go to a flag tournament, if you ever go to a flag tournament, or you go to a flag league, all them boys is out there playing, and none of them like really like play together. All them people on the night crawlers. They play, like, unless it's, like, a big tournament, they play against each other. Like, they always play against each other. From, uh, what's his name? 
because they all like got their own little team that they like run. Like I think Keith's got a little team that he runs. Um, because a couple of the other boys got like their own team they play on, and then some they, like some of them they fall in here and there, but they all like play against each other. So it's just a the skilled players that the night crawlers got is is damn near the best in the whole country. Whole whole everything. It, way not way better than you, but definitely better and faster and more agile than you. I maybe not big because big got him. Uh, uh, what's the name? The uh, what's his uh, Hollywood? That's his Ashante name? Worthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that other dude that just show up. The other uh, the road runner dude. Oh. Just show up out the blue. <laughs> never you will never see him, but he'll play like one two games a year. He'll, uh, so I I would maybe not BIC, but they they up there with the um with the skill players. So I, I'm blabbering on, but your main question is the uh, the front seven. Front seven would be the main difference between you and the nightcrawler. Hey man, this this the parlay man. You're here to talk, so you're never blabbering on, man. This is this is your time, your opportunity to, to talk, man. So yeah, that's the that's the main thing. Them them. The, the, the line. And I feel like when they went up to Baltimore, they might not have fielded the whole team going up there, but, like, you kind of saw that a little bit. You kind of saw, like, where the lack of line was coming in. Go ahead, Joey. Oh, yeah. No, I, that pretty much answers my question. You know, just the uh, the level of physicality that, the, you know, those northern teams bring. And, you know, we're, we're known for our speed down here. Um, those skilled guys is where it's at. So it's you know, trying to find a, uh, a a needle in the haystack with those linemen, but you know, like like I said, I'm glad that we got a couple over here now. I honestly think we got the division's best line now. Um, I'll call a spade. Yeah, Nightcrawlers is losing a couple players. Like I don't know all everybody, but I I know for a fact I seen that um Keith said he ain't playing with them boys no more. But you gotta take it with a grain of salt because people get bored and might just pop out of nowhere and just play a game or two. You know how that goes. For sure. So I I'll still say like even with what what the the Nightcrawlers bring, like you said, I feel like obviously their strength is definitely out in their in their skill uh, positions. I'll say that you know with our guys that we already had and adding um, one of as a unit, one of the no I'll say it the best as much as it hurts to give the eighteen many props, the best um, offensive line in the division. You add that to the ghosts. And then you add a monster in in D West, who easily could have been the league MVP year one. Uh, yeah, it's just like if he like, got some touches, probably year two as well. He don't get the touches. Like now, now that I'm not on the team no more, I can say it, bro. When we play y'all or we play the 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 Nightcrawlers, I would be on the sideline telling this man Devon. Give D the ball. I swear to God, me, Moose, Terrell, we we trying to block. We like give D West the ball. Give D West the ball. First down, this man trying to throw it. Uh, we up 15 in the fourth quarter. First down, this man trying to throw it. Like, come on, bro, run the ball, run the ball. Do you not see who you got blocking? Do you not see who the running back is? Run the ball, and that's the main thing. I, I hate to go off on this again. But, bro, dealing with that at quarterback, dude wanted to be the star player. That's what, in his head, he had to be that. There was no giving D more touches than him. It was none of that. He had to be the star player, and he had to be competing with Huff. You know how many times he brought that man Huff up? I don't even know the man Huff. I know he played quarterback for you. But you know how many times 
he talk about, I seen Huff do this. I seen Huff do that. I seen Huff do And then I started to catch on. This man want to compete with him. That's what it was. He want to compete. And it will never happen. It will never happen. Never. I definitely feel you. I feel wow. You. Yeah, I feel you there, man. I can understand. I can hear the frustration in your voice, and I'm just happy that you ain't got to deal with that frustration no more, man. You found a great man, home. Like, like how Quentin Nelson say, run the damn ball. There's a whole line in front of the Yeah. Run the damn ball. Yeah, no, man. I definitely, listen, that's something that you don't have to worry about here on the Ghost. You know, when we was when we was going at it, you know, that we tried to, we liked to run the rock. We had multiple running backs. And like I said, we had one of the, um, we had one of, if not the best running back in the league um, to our team in D-West. Only because I get, well, Mark Cooper, yeah, Mark Cooper's now with the A-team. So they say, so we'll wait and see. Who? <laughs> Thank you, Joey. Mark Cooper. I don't know. Did we, did we split? <laughs> did that break on the rumor mill? I think it did. Um, Mark Cooper going to the A-team. So you add um, a dynamic player to Mark Cooper to the A-team. I mean, we, we, we going to keep, that ain't no game breaker. That ain't no game breaker. That ain't nothing to put no fear in nobody heart. If we being real, if we being real, I don't put fear in nobody heart. Because at the end of the day, that's a flag player. Yes, he done took some hits, and I done seen him take some hits. That is a flag player. You bust him in the mouth enough, they're going to give up. They're going to give up. They don't like contact. They don't like contact. This man was just on Facebook five months ago talking about he can't play contact no more after the season ended. So he already it's already in his head. It's already in his head that he can't take this stuff no more. So like I said, that don't worry nothing. That don't worry nothing at all. Listen, man, this right here, you hear that talk? That's exactly why I was really, really excited to have this man on the team. This is uh, that energy, that competitiveness, that that raw honesty. Got to love it, man. I love that you speak your mind. I love you say that you say how you feel for sure. There's never no disrespect. It's all in the matter of, like, you know, just speaking football, having confidence in yourself. Now, some of these dudes, I mean it with disrespect. I ain't going to lie. Some, <laughs> some, some of these dudes, all the disrespect come behind me. Can I can I just say, Woody, that I'm so happy that we were able to have Q as our first guest on the show. Absolutely. The energy that this man has brought, and just the shit talking that he's that he's brought to this episode, I I I love it already. Absolutely, this is definitely this is definitely a cup of tea right here, Joey. Um, I'll say this, and then we're gonna wrap it up for sure. Um, and we definitely appreciate your time and you coming on on the parlay with us. Um, this is something I'm gonna keep bringing. Bring it up. This is a topic I'm gonna bring up. Uh, I want to try and bring it up every week until hopefully it comes to fruition. Um, you were talking about traveling early, and I just wanted to you know double back to that. Um, I definitely feel like we should have a, a state game, an interstate game between Vegas. Um, what's your thoughts on that? And um, I know they got a bunch of teams, and it's really hard to. Well, we don't know. We don't know nothing about their rosters. They just had their jamboree, which was uh, very interesting to watch and. Um, a great idea, if you ask me. Yeah, that, that was good. That was smart. I like that. Yeah. And kind of what we were trying to say about having a fall, but that's neither here nor there. Um, what are your thoughts on that, having an interstate game with those Vegas guys? Because I don't know if you've heard, they've been trying to compare themselves to Florida and try to say that they may be ahead of us and where they're at and stuff like that. So, nah, I, I just said it. They they far beyond us. And we, what, this would be their second year? In the league or the third? Do you think uh, so? so they, it'll, it'll be their second. So they've been in the league the same amount of time as us, right? Same amount of Florida? I want to say. This would be their second year. This would be uh, Vegas' second SoCal year. SoCal came into the league with us. So okay, this yeah, is their second year. 
So yeah, so last year was our second year. From the way they got it set up, whoever, I think it's that um Hispanic dude they got running over there. He knows what he's doing. Like he really does know what he's doing, and he's and he's got them on the right trajectory. So I would agree that they're farther along than we were last year. So I would I would 100 agree. Let me so, ask you, as far as organization, I completely agree with you. Derek Duncan as how he has it set up there, light years ahead of us. Do they, do you think from, you know, what you've seen so far, as far as skill and talent level, do you, where do you think Florida matches up with Vegas? Yeah, that's where I was more going. I was thinking from second hash to sideline, uh, you know, um, Florida's best versus their guys. Do you think they match up? They you, Are you saying like, are you saying like an all-star game or the best know? team from Florida play the best team from Vegas? Exactly. Best team in Florida plus the, plays the best team in Vegas. Um. No, I, I definitely, I definitely like us. I definitely like us because from what I've seen, same type of thing they got going, like same type of problem we got. Really, they don't have a lot of of line. They don't really have a lot of line. Like I've seen a couple fat dudes, just how you see a couple fat dudes in Florida, but they don't. That doesn't mean they're linemen. Like so, I, 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 uh, I don't know. I, 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 I like Florida. I'm gonna just be biased. And say I like Florida, but I like what they're doing over there, though. I definitely like what they're doing over there. But yeah, the, that you asked that, I was just talking to one of my friends, um, Steph, the other day, and I was saying, like, obviously, New Jersey and Baltimore and all that stuff has been established. So I said, I feel like they need to have, like, their own little, like, uh, little eight playoff up there, and then Florida, Cali, Vegas, and Ohio, Kentucky, and Cincinnati, all that, they have their own little 18 playoff. And then the winner of that, play, they play each other. You know what I'm saying? That's what I, that would be my idea. Eight teams from um up north, east play each other, figure out the winner. Everybody else play each other, figure out the winner. Get the best eight from everybody else besides north, and they play each other, and then they come together, and that would be the eight seven NFL championship. So let me ask you this real quick. You know, if we did that that cross country game, which which team would you like to face up against? Uh, are you saying from up north or from um from Vegas? From, from that that Vegas Nevada division. What team are you calling uh, out right now? Uh, I don't, I don't know a lot of the players over there, but I'm just, the, I'm gonna go with the one I see the most. I see they, that uh, the league hosts the pit bosses the most, so they are the league obviously like something with the pit bosses. So we're gonna have to knock that shit down real quick. I will, uh, I will say uh, after watching the uh, the jamboree over there, uh, Trey Robinson on the uh, the pit boss pit bosses. He's uh he's definitely pretty nice in what the uh, what the pit bosses are. They look like the team to beat over there, so I would really, I would like to see that matchup, either them or you know the other perennial team, the uh, the the Vegas Force. I would like to see. Oh yeah, that was so that's the blue one, right? The one that ended up going to Jersey last year. Yeah, 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 yeah. true, true, true. Yeah, for sure. I think. Yeah, I mean that'll definitely be ahead. interesting. That'll definitely be an interesting matchup. Um, as again, like I said, I would love for that to happen. Best in Vegas plays the best in and in Florida, and even kind of like you said, then the rest of the team, so the other three t- other three teams in the division get to put together an all-star team and play against them boys as well. So I think that would really be a dope idea. I'm going to keep putting it out there. Hopefully the guys from 3-on-1 are listening. Um, hopefully my man out there is listening as well, and, you know, that's something that him and Nick can work out and, and make happen because I think that would be a beautiful thing for the league, for both divisions, especially with us, you know, in a, not in a sense. We'll we'll call it spades. We keep it we keep it with G here. 
playing catch up with the North East, you know, just because they got the time on yeah. us, they got the you know the structure yeah. and everything on us. I'm surprised you guys don't talk about it in the, uh, the captain's chat, Woody. You still salty about that, huh, Joey? God damn. Every week, man. Every week. Add me back, Nick. He's <laughs> so stupid. But all right, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up, man. Uh, Keelan, you got anything else left to say? Anything else you want to um, you want to shout out? Anybody you want to shout out? Uh, shout, out my, shout out my bro, um, D. West, and all my other bros that came from the 18 with me. Um, who else? Uh, and I don't know. I'm just ready. What, I feel like what, right now, I'm not really, I'm not, I'm not in that mode yet. But I feel like once it hit January 1st, that's when I flip, like, I don't know. Like, it just, I don't know. It's like, spring is A7FL time. Right now, it's winter. I don't feel it right now. I don't feel that, that, that. Because right now, if we was playing, it's too cold to get here. I'll, I'll be hurting. So I, um, I just, I'm just, I'm waiting to get in that mode. I'm just not feeling it yet. But I'm going to be feeling it. Because this happened last year. I was, up until about February, I wasn't even playing last year. And then I finally felt it. So, yeah, so go ghost. We gonna be here. That's what we love to hear. Love to hear that go ghost. Joe, you got anything last to say? Nothing much, man. Just uh, just really appreciate you coming on and you know hashing it out with us and you know giving us a, a very raw experience and conversation. You know, excited for what the other uh, season you know is gonna bring. And just thanks for everybody for listening in. Absolutely, yes, thank you. Absolutely, and again, Keelan, I just want to wrap it up by saying I. I like Joey said, I really do appreciate you coming on here. Really excited for the type of player you are and what you're going to bring to the field. Understand that that rock, we running it right behind you a bunch of times. Understand it's coming your way. <laughs> so appreciate be ready. Like you said, you ain't in the mode now. Start getting into the mode because understand that I'm drawing up plays, running your way for sure. So, um... <laughs> I'm yeah, gonna, keep I'm, me in mind. That left side. Always left side. I, I can't play right side. Y'all remember that too. I cannot play right side. I can play left side. Because that's how I learn my stance and everything. I learn my stance, my kick step, my post step, all on the left side. So I cannot play right. I can play middle, but I can't play right. So listen, listen, teams. I'm telling you now, I'm giving you a free game. Y'all see Keelan on that side. Know the ball coming that way now. Do something about it, yes, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> I appreciate bring, it. Bring the smoke your way, man. But now, nah, for real, for real, I really do appreciate you. I appreciate Joey once again. This has been a great first episode with a guest, man. Um, really, really appreciate it. I appreciate each, appreciate each and every one of y'all that hit play and listen to this podcast. We love making it for y'all. We love doing this for the Florida division, for the Florida players. This is what it's about, giving a platform and an opportunity to say what you got to say. Talk, kick it, have a good time, tell some jokes with a couple of guys. And here we talk our ghost shit, but, you know, at the end of the day, we're A7FL players um, <laughs> all in all. So thank y'all for listening to The Parlay, and we out. See you next time.